Welcome to Off the Screen, a podcast all about basketball. I'm Jordan. I'm Michael. And we've had a pretty slow news week this this week. All we really got was uh, they announced preseason starts December 11th. So. And it starts off with the Clippers and uh, the Lakers kicking yeah. off the preseason. You know, <laughs> that's the type of content we're here for. Right. But again, nobody probably nobody's going to care about that because, you know, it's preseason. Uh, this might be the first time I'm really interested in preseason just because I want to see what, like, our, our new guys can do. But other than that, I don't think anyone's going to be too up or down on the preseason as usual because I'm just curious with uh, how, how Baines fits our system because I think he fits it perfectly. And then I think I like Malachi Flynn as a pickup based on what I've seen. So I think he could develop into something. But um, anything, you care about the preseason at all or no? No. Yeah, exactly. The players don't play. I guess this preseason is a little bit more important because you get to see the rookies play since there's no summer league. There's a lot of them didn't um, play college that long. There's no showcase. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's too much to say about it. I did notice though that um, the Raptors' schedule for preseason is Hornets, Hornets, Heat. Wow. Yeah. That sounds like. So I think they just did it based off geography. Then. Yes, that's what I was saying. We played two uh, Southeast Division teams. We didn't play anything that wasn't in, like in that division. So I'm wondering how they're gonna approach it. If they're gonna treat the Raptors like a Southeast Division or like an Atlantic Division team this year, I'm pretty sure well, we're still gonna be technically an Atlantic Division team. Well, technically still Atlantic. You guys are, you're just moving to Tampa, right? Yeah, temporarily. Okay. Did we mention that last episode? I don't remember when this happened. I think we did. But just just in case, guys, the Raptors are going to be in Tampa. And do not call them the Tam- the Tampa Raptors, the Tampa Bay Raptors. That is, that is um, a very big issue what, what, amongst Raptors Twitter. What's wrong with the Tampa Bay Raptors? We don't call them the Tampa Bay Raptors. At most, you can call them the Toronto Raptors of Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> so the Raptors. Yeah, the Raptors. Tampa Bay's <laughs> is acceptable, though. Okay, it could be Tampa Bay's, but not t- <laughs> Tampa Raptors. Because you're not calling them the Raptors. You're just calling it Tampa Bay's for him. I, you're putting a lot of expectations for for your, like, bench. They're the Raptors. Your, your... No, he's going to be a starter. He's going to be a starter uh, next year. Oh, really? Okay. Who are we starting over him? We lost Serge and Mark. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Boucher's a good bench spark, too. So I think I think it'll work out a lot better than I initially thought when I when I found out we lost Serge. I think we, we ended up picking up someone good. But, yeah, so oh. they're going to be in Tampa, and I think it makes sense to treat it like a southeast division team right now but would that mean you have to move something else to atlantic no they'll just keep it for the rankings divisions don't matter anymore i know but i'm just thinking how cool like it'd be or not not it wouldn't be like really cool but like if we won the division and it's like we have a bunch of atlantic division banners and we have like one southeast division banner from from the covid year i think that'd just be like an interesting piece of history on the atlantic yeah because, I mean, the, the competition there's not that hard. The only team that – it's the Heat is going to be the problem in that. But we, we placed higher than them this year in yeah, the regular season. The rest of them are Heat, 
Hawks, Orlando. Hornets, Orlando, and Wizards. Wait, Wizards, Wizards too? Yeah, that's sort of thing. Like, if they moved one over, it'd be Wizards to the Atlantic Division because they're pretty much close enough to compete with all those teams with the distance wise. I also just actually no, I know. Yeah, they they are. In... It's like right down the street from Philly. Divisions don't matter. They stop mattering like mid two thousands. Yeah. It's just a placement thing, really, I think, and uh, for seeding or whatever. But I do, for this episode, I want to, like, go through by division because I just want to see where we're at as far as, like, how teams improved and went down and stuff and just comparing the teams. And I think if we do it by conference, it's just way too broad, you know? All right. NBA divisions. Go. <laughs> All right. So we'll start with Atlantic because that's, that's, where, that's where the two of us are. So we got the Celtics, yeah. the Nets, the Knicks. The Sixers and the Raptors. This might be the most competitive Jesus. division. You realize last year, like, the only team that didn't make the, the playoffs were the Knicks. Yep. From this division. Yep. This might be the most competitive <laughs> division because it's the Knicks and then, like, four solid Eastern Conference contenders. <laughs> it's, I'd say it's And we're not this talking about, like, we're not, okay, last year the Nets were underpowered and Seve Sixers sucked. But we're talking yeah. about the Raptors, Celtics, the two and three seeds, Philly. Yeah, Philly. Nets? Philly has been fixed now because of Daryl Morey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're talking about like a a East. Oh my God! Like all four of these teams. It's a stack conference are, for sure. If you tell me they make the finals next year i believe you yeah yeah pretty much i mean i don't know if we have enough juice without surge now because i think we had like just a downgrade but like we never know so like i think i think any of these teams could really make it like the nets obviously have you know kd and Kyrie, that like monster duo and the nets have a deep ass team i don't think anyone really acknowledges that they were able to make the playoffs relatively comfortably i mean granted in the weaker conference but they did without their two max players you do realize they had a uh, plus minus. They were they, they were like under five hundred, right? Yes, but I mean, I'm saying if still like without without their two max players and their max players being KD, who is one of the best scorers in history, and then Kyrie, which could be really good or bad for your team, just depending on the team and his mood. <laughs> you never know; they might still get James Harden. Yeah, yeah that's a possibility. But that oh my god, I don't know. I don't know how that team's going to work. I know Sid was really excited about that. That team could not... I don't think that team could work. Like, in theory, of course, like, with that level of talent, the team could work, but... You know, it's a 2K, my league, turn off chemistry. It'll work. (laughs) Right? But, yeah, this... I think every team here got better. Except the Knicks are probably, like, the same. Because, what, they signed, like, a fifth forward? Sixth forward? (laughs) Is it, are they drafted one? Because it's kind of hard to do worse than they did last year. Or they could stay around the same. <laughs> but it's like, what, they won 21 games to win 22? Oh, sorry. I said every team got better. I don't I don't think the Raptors got better. I think the Raptors got slightly worse. And I think the every other team got... Except the Celtics. Every other team got Celtics? significantly better. And then the Celtics got a little jump, I think. How do I... How do you feel about Celtics that Tristan Thompson or... pickup? 
if he plays plays double and double like thing, that's awesome, right? So, I want to say the Celtics got better because it's a relatively young team. Yeah, and just given time, given health, I feel like they got a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, what but... you need is more size, and you got that without compromising having a big that can shoot. So I think that's a that's a really good thing for you guys. Yeah. Still a little bit disappointed by Gordon Hayward, but seeing how well his turkey turned out, I don't know. That might be a good thing. <laughs> that was so ugly. Oh my god! If you that guys don't know, so if, if you don't know what we're talking about, like it's floating all around Twitter or something. Just like look it up, cause like Gordon Hayward had like the nasty looking turkey. Like it looked half finished, and he just it posted like it. He it with, like the plastic wrap too, and like the plastic just like kind of melt. Ugh. It was. It was uh, gross. There was like really uneven browning. It was like spotty and stuff. Ugh even browning it's it's like it's half cooked yeah yeah no that was a that was a rough turkey <laughs> but i mean you guys did good without him because i mean you spent a lot of the season without him because of injury like yeah you were better with him but you still made it to the conference finals without him so i don't think it's that big of a loss yeah i don't know we'll, we'll see right like i said young team they hopefully got better they'll know how what to expect this season the draft pickups look good, and uh, Robert Williams should take his leap, right? Third year, that's when players start getting better. All right. So, I think we can move over. Okay, this next division is probably the one that's seen the least improvement. If we go by, if we go through the central division, that's the Bulls, Cavs, Pistons, Pacers, and Bucks. The Pistons, I don't know if they necessarily got worse. But it's kind of hard to be worse than what they were. They gave out a bunch of shitty contracts. Like they paid Mason Plumley like twenty seven million or something like that. I don't know what what they're trying to do. Like, I think at this point, they're just doing their thing. The Pistons have just been fighting really hard to be like an eighth seed every year. <laughs> well, no, last year they kind of just gave up. Yeah, because Blake got injured. Yeah. If Blake wasn't injured, they'd still be fighting to try and compete. Compete. In air quotes. (laughs) Yeah, they they would have taken the Pacers' spot. Congratulations. Yeah. The Bulls, I'd say, made a reasonable jump, though. Well, Bulls, again, are going to go, your young team, they should be better. Wait, you said the Pistons would take the Pacers' spot? If the Pistons were, like, healthy... Like they were taking the eighth seed, that pi- or whatever. Healthy, that Piston team had it doesn't have shit on the Pacers, but the Pacers okay, were the sorry, were the four sorry. seed. Take the... Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. I'm used to the Pacers being bad. Like the Nets or the um, Magic. Yeah, they'll take a Magic spot. Yeah, because Nets is really injury based, and if we're taking out injuries here, then like. Yeah. Yeah. True. I think so. The Bulls, I think. I've been talking a lot about the Bulls feeling like they're getting better, and I don't know if that's like a common consensus that people have, but I feel like picking up uh, Billy Donovan was a really good move for them. And coaching wise, they definitely got better. Yeah, they got they got way better. And I they don't got, know what players they got. They got a front office overhaul. Zach Levine's a really good player. Larry Markkinen's going to be healthy again, I think, hopefully. So uh, I don't know if I want to draft my fantasy team this fantasy team this year. I did last year, and it was just constant disappointment. Yeah, that was that was that was rough for you because what was it? He broke his hip or something like that. I don't know. It was bad. 
Yeah. But even before he got hurt, he was just not playing a guitar. Yeah. But basically, they tried to fit him into a role that, like, they didn't let him play his play style. Like, they tried to really force the stretch big thing. So Billy Donovan might let him explore more and play what he's good at. Because just because he can shoot doesn't mean that's all he should be doing. The <laughs> Tell that to Joel Embiid. Right? <laughs> the Cavs. The Cavs are probably going to be roughly the same. Cavs are full yeah. rebuild mode now, right? They just gave uh, Tristan Thompson away. Although, yeah. didn't they get... Who's that guy? Drummond got didn't his player him? option still. Okay, yeah. Didn't Drummond take, take up the player option? Yeah, so he's... He's getting paid like twenty something million, like high twenty millions. Um, okay. I'm not upset with it. I'm not upset with it because if they're in rebuild, it doesn't necessarily matter. They have a bunch of young guys. They don't need a contract space, and it's not like they're, they're still trying to get rid of Kevin Love. Yeah, yeah, that deal might actually happen this year too, because I think he could fit a bunch of different teams. And there's clearly been a lot of moves going on for this season. I think Colin Sexton's been a really good player. He's been like a borderline all-star type player. And I don't know how they did in the draft necessarily. I haven't paid attention to them because the Cavs in my eyes have always just been like a poverty franchise. But it's nice to see them commit to a rebuild at least. <laughs> so maybe you can see some good out of them. I mean, even when they don't try to rebuild, they rebuild. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, I mean, we'll see what happens with them. I don't expect much change. Maybe they'll come out a little bit better if their young guys improved or whatever, but I, I'm expecting them to be roughly the same. Again, this is the division that I think might see the least improvement. The Pacers, most of Pace. most of the Pacers... A lot of their players don't want to be there. <laughs> like who? Oladipo. Well, Oladipo said he recanted. Yeah, he said, uh, he said those were fake rumors. There's someone else who said they wanted out. I don't remember anyone else saying they wanted out other than the Oladipo rumors. No, there was one other guy. I don't remember it off the top of my head. Is he like a important player? Was it Miles Turner? I don't pay attention to the Pacers. Okay. My with my schedule, I only pay attention to the contenders. <laughs> I like the Pacers. I like what they got going on. They were a solid team last year, and most of their issues came from injuries. So if they can stay healthy and if Vo can return to what he was, I think the Pacers will perform better. It's just, or they'll play better. Sorry, it's just a matter of every other team got better. So it's like, how much can the Pacers climb in those ranks? You know? Yeah. Because uh, they're still kind of a middle of the pack team. Like they'll probably reach somewhere between like the four to six seed or something like that. And I, don't, I don't think I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs this year. You don't think so? I think they'll make the playoffs. I just think they'll be a cusp team. The Pacers have consistently overperformed in the regular season and then failed in the in the postseason. Because yeah. if we're going to talk about East, we got Raptors, Celtics, 76ers, and Nets. That's almost a given, right? That's four teams right there. Yep. We got the Bucks. Yep, five. Um, There's going to be the Heat are definitely going to be up there. Yep, that's six. I think the Hawks are making it this year. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Okay, Okay, you're right. Pacers might sneak in uh, on eighth, but like they're not doing it. they're not doing it as well as they did last year. I mean, they'd still have to fight. Like if he comes back healthy, they'd have to fight with the Wizards and like. He's coming back from an ACL injury. hasn't played for two years. I, listen, like, listen. I don't think I'm he's. Not, I don't think he's gonna I'm be not great. Putting my hopes. Up. I don't think he's gonna be great, but at yeah. the same time, I think Bradley Beal can still pull something together. They'll be better. Yeah, maybe. exactly. And they'll be better. And remember, before the bubble happened, they were only four games out from the playoffs. Yeah, but like, I'm not that hopeful. 
Yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not thinking they will. I just think they'll be better and they have a chance. I mean, now we're in the southeast. They have a we chance. Might as well, we're, we might as well talk about the rest of the southeast teams. Yeah, for sure. I think that um I think I think your playoff list was was pretty solid for the east. The Wizards we just talked about, the Hawks we briefly mentioned that we thought were going to be better, but let's I mean, we can go into why. Uh last last week's episode half of it was about the Hawks moves. That's true. <laughs> That's true. So, I mean, we could just summarize real quick in case anybody missed last week's episode. But um, the Hawks picked up Gallinari. Dwight Howard. No. Gallinari. Dwight Dwight went to the, the Sixers. Oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they got some other... Bogdan. Yeah, they got they got Bogdan Bogdanovich. They got... Did they get Bogdan? Did the, did the deal go yes. through? Oh, no, yes. right. It was, the, it was the Milwaukee deal. It was, <laughs> it was with the Bucks that didn't go through. That itself was a mess. I don't think we talked about the Bucks. The Bucks got a little better. Or the Bucks got reasonably better with Holiday, but I don't know if it's the Bucks were already at the top of the league, so it's kinda hard to really talk about them consistently, you know? Yeah. Postseason they might, but we're kinda just going over like regular season and like playoff chances and stuff kinda. The Hawks got better because they got Bogdan, they got Gallinari, which is a great pickup. I think they confirmed that he's going to play off the bench and let John Collins take the starting role. And he's going to be a crazy bench spark for them. They got Rondo, which is good for mentorship. They got Chris Dunn, which is good for like backcourt defense. They've improved in a lot of ways. Uh, they had Capella last, from last year in that big four-team trade or whatever that happened where the, uh, the Rockets sent out Capella. They got Covington. Where the Rockets were like no, no center. Right, where they committed to P.J. Tucker at center. <laughs> but he's going to be playing for them for the first time because he was injured when they got him on the team if i remember correctly so they got significantly better like the hawks might have been the team that improved the most through this offseason like let's see the nets had 35 wins and made the playoffs the hawks had 20 wins last season i think the hawks can net an extra like 20 wins yeah yeah i think the east is going to be a lot more competitive though i think they're going to need more wins now to be a playoff team but the sure. Hawks, the Hawks can do it. The Hawks can, the Hawks can touch like thirty-eight, forty. Like that, that's 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 reasonable to say. I think. Uh, the Hornets. I mean, they're only really competing with the Clippers. The Hawks. I mean the Pacers. They're competing with the Pacers for that for one of those like. Last yeah. Seats. Yeah, that'd be their main competition. Uh, the, I guess Magic too, because Magic always somehow sneaks up consistently, there. like just below five hundred, but makes the playoffs. <laughs> the Magic like every year, and they get they they win like game one of the first round, and then and then lose the next four. <laughs> that's just that's just Magic culture at this point. Uh, the Hornets, I think, got better. Not not something to like brag about, but I think they did improve. Oh no, they they got Gordon Hayward by overpaying him. Yeah, they overpaid Gordon Hayward. They still got that bad Terry Rozier contract. They drafted Lamelo. That's a good sign. Um, I don't think there's much else to write home about. Did they end up picking up. I know they needed a they needed a center, but I don't think they even got one. I think they re-signed Bismack. So they they last season they had twenty three wins. I'm gonna give them twenty eight five. <laughs> Yeah, twenty eight. Fine. That's that's reasonable. I'll take that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll give them a little bit of improvement because we'll see. It really depends. Like they're Gordon they're counting Hayward on young guys and Gordon Hayward really. Gordon Hayward's really good when healthy. 
Yeah, exactly. So if Gordon Hayward can stay healthy and he's also like a good, a great like secondary facilitator. So you never know. And that vet presence, like he really brings winning to the team kind of, or I don't know if he brings winning, but he brings winning mentality. He's he's been on he's been on the sidelines when other when his team has been winning. Yeah, no, but he's been on successful teams, you know. So he kind of knows what it takes. The he in Utah, he was killing he, it. I don't think he made. They made the playoffs like once. Oh no, maybe I'm mistaken then. Well, experience. He brings experience. I'll <laughs> leave it at that, because there's <laughs> there's not much else the Hornets can look forward to. The Heat will get better. The Heat will definitely yes. get better. Everyone, um consistently underrates the heat and the whole thing is our issue with the heat last year and it wasn't even an issue apparently because they made it to the fucking finals our, our issue with the heat was that they're they're young and inexperienced and it'll come with time and practice and development and they've got so what many young stars yeah they got so many young stars they lost crowder i don't think he was a good piece for them i don't think it was a back-breaking piece to lose if there are other players can get more, uh, like, uh, what was his name? Nunn can get more consistent. Nunn. Yeah, oh, yeah, Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, I, I was thinking yeah. of Chris Dunn on the Hawks. <laughs> uh, yeah, if he can get a little more consistent, because he was really hot at the start of the season. So if he yeah. can stay at that uh, level. Uh, they picked up Avery Bradley, so they got another defender in the backcourt. Like, he's he's a really yeah. solid pickup for them. And they got more hard. If Tyler Hero plays like he did in the playoffs or finals, like. I know a lot of my heat, a lot of my Heat friends are gonna hate me for this, but Tyler Hero is one of the most overrated rookies because he had one good series. He played well <laughs> against the Celtics. He played well against the Celtics, and everyone thought that he was like the best player of that draft class. Like, I'm not saying he doesn't have potential to be, but but given his rookie year, he had he had a great rookie year. He was like a top five rookie in that draft class. But people are acting like he's he's some fucking superstar. They're like, I don't want to trade. I don't want to trade he's Tyler Hero for Giannis. <laughs> he's the second coming of, of Curry, man. No, like, people are like, I don't, okay, I want Beal, I want Embiid, I want uh, Giannis, but we're not trading Tyler Hero because he's worth more than them, apparently. <laughs> Come on, it's a baby goat, yeah. right? Yeah, but the Heat are going to be better, and Tyler Hero, let's not to say he's not a baller. That man can, can ball the fuck out, but people, Heat fans just need to chill a little bit. <laughs> the Magic... Did not get better. Did not get worse. They'll probably be roughly with they... worse. Didn't they lose a player? DJ Augustine. Okay, so they lost a little bench depth. They'll be what they've yes. been for for the past, however long that that like. Uh, when Dwight Howard left. Yeah, they'll be that thirty-five to forty win team that they've been consistently. Maybe. Because now, like the Eastern Conference is so much better that they might get beat on. But we'll see. And we went over the Wizards. Yeah, now let's let's jump into the West. Yep. Oh Which, wow. Where do you want to start with? I I just have the Northwest up here. Yeah. All their teams, except the Timberwolves, who made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And the team that didn't make the playoffs does have two really good stars. It's just. Okay. Timberwolves has just been a constant disappointment over the last couple of years. Right. Over, actually, their existence as a franchise has been a disappointment. Yeah, yeah, pretty like much. So much talent. Like you can't even say like uh, what is it? The Cavs minus LeBron, they just haven't found a good player, or, you know, there's a bunch of teams you could just say they just they just have been bad at drafting. 
Yeah. Or they've been bad at uh, acquiring players like the Knicks. Yeah. Timberwolves have had great players. Right? And then there's opposite you situation. You would think a good, a good front office, too, with the people they get. Dude, the opposite situation pisses me off even more. Like, if you can't draft, you can't draft. It's hard to scout talent sometimes. But, like, the Lakers draft super talented people and then can't develop them. Like, people just leave the Lakers and turn into all-stars. <laughs> oh, are you talking about, like, D'Angelo and Kuzma? D'Angelo Russell, I mean, Kuzma. Brandon uh, Ingram. Um, no, Ingram, everyone knew Ingram could ball. No, exactly. Like, it was them. Uh, who else? Who else was it? Jordan Clarkson is a walking bucket. Like, they draft a bunch of good people and it just does not work out when they're on the Lakers. But it's because the Lakers tend to always be good. So they yeah. never develop they, young talent. They don't need so to they try. Rather, like, they they rather sell and then get a good player. Yeah, because they get free agents and shit. Yeah. yeah. So if you're the Lakers, why would you ever need to develop talent if you're always talented? Yeah, true. But we'll get back to that. We'll, let, let's let, let's start with the Wolves because we were talking about the Wolves, all right? I'm looking at their roster, and I can't see it being significantly better. Aside from, like, D'Lo running the team. And, I mean, D'Lo was balling out on the Warriors, and they were still bottom seed. So Here's the thing, though, about the Timberwolves. On paper, mm-hmm. they should be a playoff team. On paper. Cap. Cap. Not in the West. Not in the West. They could be one of those A-seed East teams, maybe. No, 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 no. I'm talking about on a pure talent basis. Oh, oh yeah, no, because Cat can be the they best center in the league. should be a playoff. He team. can be, but he isn't. D'Lo is, D'Lo is a very solid guard. Okay, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but I don't, I don't think just... they're missing the role players, dude. Like, I don't have expectations for the Timberwolves just because, like, I feel like they should have already been in the competitive in the playoffs. Like, I'm not saying win anything, but I'm saying, like, a little better. You know, make yeah. the first round, maybe second round. I don't think, like, I don't the think they damn playoffs. I don't think they'd make it this year. I think that the Wolves are one of the other few teams that are going to be staying relatively the same this year. Well, yeah, because these, because these are sucks. Right. Like, I don't know what uh, they, it's the Jimmy Butler. I can take people in a practice squad and beat, and beat the starting lineup. Yeah. Like, they just don't. They just don't have a drive. I guess I. I don't know what else to say because on paper they should have been good. Uh, honestly, I want to say last season they had better role players. It's just that. Uh, so so they should have been even better. It's just that they made that big trio, big trade for um. D'Angelo yeah. Russell, yeah. So, I think they might have actually gotten worse, but I don't know because D- I take D'Lo over Wiggins. But like their role players got. I think I think it's it's weaker. Like they lost Covington. They lost, they lost some guys. So it's whatever. There's not, there's not much to be said about them anyway. The Nuggets, I think, will get by like a, a very minimal scale better, because I think Michael Porter Jr. will develop. And oh, they lost Jeremy Grant. That sucks. That really sucks for them. But Jamal Murray might take another big step because he sustained that playoff run all the way into the conference finals. So he may have just hit that stride and got that confidence and he will be an all-star player this year. But they made that, it to the that they, was wild. Yeah, exactly. But they made it to the conference finals. So it's not like we need to see significant improvement from them. I mean, if they're going for the chip, yeah, but but like they they have two Again, young players young to build team, around. Young team, they'll get better. 
if Jokic can keep the weight off, they'll be better. Like, just, just like, just let them work. They'll be up there. They've been up there. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. They 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 were the first seed two years ago. They were like the third this year. They made it to the to the conference finals. Like, they overcame two three one leads back to back. There's there's a lot they can do. Like, there's I'm not gonna fault them for not making significant growth because they're still building around their two super young players. Okay, C. Uh, they'll get worse, but that's more like by design. Yeah, yeah, because they don't have Chris Paul there anymore. They got. They, they sold high. They sold high on on uh, Chris Paul, which is a good move, like long term for the franchise. Definitely. They Dennis Schroeder was a little bit confusing, but again, like it's it's not a big deal. No, they I get like why. Seven... They got more picks for him and whatever. They got Kelly yeah. Oubre back. He's he's a solid player. Yeah, seventeen draft picks in the next decade. Right. What center did they get? They got rid of Stephen Adams and they got Al Horford. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah, no, they they're they're gonna they're gonna be a team that's um they're not gonna be bad to watch. Like it's not gonna be pitiful. They're gonna be a rebuild mode. It'll still be a decent team to watch. They may not win a lot, but like you'll see the foundation of a good team coming through. So. And even if they lose even if even if they lose, they win. It's yeah. perfect. Because they got like a billion picks going forward. The Blazers um, are a team that I feel will significantly get better this year. They, I think they fixed like every hole they had. It's also because injuries. The, exactly. Uh, Nurkic comes back from injury, so... Nurkic comes back, so you don't need Whiteside anymore, so they let him walk. <laughs> yeah. Man, remember when Whiteside was like... I don't know if he was an all-star, but he was borderline all-star. Yeah, no, everyone loved him. He was uh, he was like uh, in the running for like defensive player of the year. Like Miami gave him that fat-ass contract because they thought he'd sustain it. He was... He was he was good Dang for. He still got a lot of talent too. Like the dude can block shots like nothing, but he just doesn't have that drive. I guess I really don't know. But um, they got... should bring him to the Timberwolves and like they, you can see all that talent waste. <laughs> well, they br- they brought him to the Kings, so that's pretty much the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> they the Portland got Nurkic back. They picked up Covington, which I think is a great 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 pickup for them and all they lost for him was like trevor ariza in a pick oh no trevor ariza exactly <laughs> gary trent had a really promising like bubble play and mm-hmm. so and he he looks like he can be the guy to like continue to improve and, and be good for them i think i think they'll develop they were a team that was really just kind of given a shitty hand last year all right next we got the lakers the jazz oh jazz I forgot about them. Yeah, the Jazz. So you're gonna say as as is, which is good, but not great. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe Mike Conley will return to what he used to do, and in that case, they'll be good. If Mike Conley can go back to like his his Memphis days, the Jazz will actually be a pretty lethal team. Uh, I think they locked down Jordan Clarkson to like a four year contract, and Bogdanovich will be healthy by the end of the season this year, which really killed them last year in the playoffs i think because he's hit some some really big shots for them but there's not much else to say about the jazz they'll be around the same but they'll still be a good team yeah hence why i forgot about them <laughs> right but they're a good team yeah so pacific division we got do you, you, which, which one do you, which one do you want to start with let's start with the lakers let's start with the king let's start with the champions 
Okay, that was, like, you go, let's start with the Kings, and then you go, let's start with the champions. I was like, whoa. Okay, no, I meant, you, you know what I meant. The King, <laughs> King James? <laughs> yeah. Like, no one cares about Sacramento. True, true. So the Lakers managed to win a title and become even better <laughs> the following year. Like, regular season performance may not be as high because I don't think LeBron has that edge to him. Like, I want to dominate the regular season again. Yeah, and he so can, like, he he's earned the right to take the foot off the gas at this point. Maybe I don't know. Kuzma becomes a more consistent scorer. Schroeder adds that scoring. He, he was, was like an eighteen point per game scorer. Season. Well, maybe he brings that up to twenty three. Whoa, he does No, I'm saying he doesn't even need to bring that up because I don't think the Lakers had that third guy who was scoring at such a high rate. Yeah, no, they did not. Right, they signed Mark Gasol, so that's good paint defense and like good iq i don't know if it's necessarily i mean yeah like he's a better player than javel but like he's so old that i don't know if he's gonna be able to sustain it but i guess that's only something time will tell like i don't think regular season wise they'll still they'll they'll do as well as they did last season right that's more because i i think that once you're that type of team unless you're like the warriors you kind of just take your foot off the pedal who's the other center that they picked up because they lost both of their centers, I think. Yeah. Is it... Do they only have... Oh, no, it was Montrez. Montrez is probably who they're going to run at center again. And, you know, okay. like, that's AD. A, that's good. Yeah, and they, ha- they have AD and Montrez. So I guess they're, they're not lacking at really any position now. Because they re-signed KCP, which is great for them. Anybody who watched that finals run, or that the playoffs in general, like, KCP was... Ballin. Uh, there's not much. There's not much else to be said about the Lakers. They already won, and they're yeah. looking like they can make a decent run at number two. Clippers. Uh... The Clippers picked up Ibaka. That is, I don't care. Like, Sid would argue that Montrez is better. Maybe, or I don't know if he'd argue that he's better, but he's he's very attached to him. And a lot of people were like, "Oh, Montrez is like this and this and that." But I think most people would agree that, like, Serge Ibaka is a, de- a definite upgrade by a lot. So, like, mm-hmm. I mean, he can space the floor like nothing. I don't know about a lot, but, like... Serge Ibaka's three-point shooting, he was the best shooter on our team when we were playing against the Celtics. You you were begging that he miss because the man was shooting, like, 60% through the series or something like that. Okay. One good playoff run does not... It's not one good That's playoff run. He, he shot 40% for the season, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't... What I'm saying is, like, I don't know if... I guess that can help their team a little bit. But the Clippers' issues had nothing to do with uh, their centers or nope. six-man or whatever. They needed a proper point guard. All to do with your point guard and your chemistry. Yep. And they did not get that point guard. So they don't have they don't have they have to count on Kawhi to be a primary playmaker and that's not his role. Like, I don't know. Also, lack of drive because they were one of the few teams like, can we just not do this bubble? Right. Like they had. Well, actually, I'm not gonna fault people for leaving because what was it? I think Lou and Montrez. It was like a, a funeral they had to attend. Okay, wait. Montrez was real. Yeah, no, but they were both they, they were both funerals. So I, I, am not gonna take that away from them at all. I don't remember why Pat Bev didn't play. 
But I remember, was it Lou that went went to get those wings though? Yeah, but I mean, can you harm him? I mean, no, like going to get wings is not that that. I'm I'm not gonna say that he didn't want to play in the playoffs no, because they voted to not do the bubble. No, I know, but I'm not saying that that's gonna be what what like killed them because I'm pretty sure he's the type of dude who'd still be like, let's go to work anyway if I have to or whatever. And he's not going to the ring, going to get wings with some malicious intent. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna fuck up the Clippers now. <laughs> the no, man just he was he was he was home and he wanted wings from his spot. Like, that's whatever. Like, I'm just saying, like the the Clippers need to show like a dedication to actually show up. Yeah, and and if does that mean they have to cut back on their load management a little? Like, yes, right. Just play less minutes. Like, I don't care. Also, they have a new coach, so we're really not sure how everything's going to work oh, do you, out. Do you trust Ty Lue? No, I don't trust Ty Lue. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what Ty Lue can do? Ty Lue could be a fucking phenomenal coach. I would never know because he's only coached. The, the only experience I know of Ty Lue is that LeBron team. And LeBron, I was, I was going back and like watching some playoff games from then. I think it was against the Celtics, like game seven. And the man was literally like, take me out of the game. And then he goes, all right, I'm, re- or, I'm ready. Or no, he didn't say take me out because he played like 47, 46 minutes that game. He goes, I'm tired. Yeah. Give me a timeout. <laughs> and Tyler just called the LeBron, timeout. LeBron and those Cavs teams was the best player, basically mm-hmm. the point guard, basically the main rebounder, basically like did everything. Plus he was the coach. Plus he was like a, like, he was maintaining like player personnel. Then he was also the GM. Like he might as well have owned it. Right. Like let's be real. Like the Cavs are worth an extra like half a billion dollars of LeBron on the roster. No, exactly. <laughs> and honestly, that's what James Harden should have done. He should have just ran the team like fifty million. You're turning that down. I would take the fifty million and just be like, let me run this shit. I'll get who I need to get. I'll <laughs> I'll come up with the plays. I'll do it all. I'll figure well, out how we win. Westbrook. I know, but listen, leaving fifty million on the table, I would I would try and sort that shit out some way. But all right, uh, that's me. So yeah, that's that's it for the Clippers. Yeah. So Suns. Suns. This is the team that improved the most in this division, maybe in the Western Conference. I think in the Western Conference they got the best. They, they they improved the most. They were already a great team. Or okay, not great. They were, they were on the cusp. Yeah, they were a team that showed a lot of promise. And by the time we got to the bubble, they did seem to be a great team. They lost Kelly Oubre, but Kelly Oubre wasn't even a part of that eight zero bubble run, where they were pretty much unstoppable. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a sad loss for them, but. You lost him and you lost Rubio. You got CP3. CP3 is pretty much a direct upgrade from Rubio, so you don't feel the loss of Rubio. And then you didn't have Ubre for that good run, so you know you can play without him. And I feel like they added somebody else. They added Jay Crowder, and they might have added another player, but like Jay Crowder I think adds a lot to that depth. That's good. Like at the power forward position, he can space the floor, he can defend well. So they got a lot of promise. The Suns, uh, they're probably going to be the Western Conference team that I'm rooting for this year because last year it was the Mavs. And I just pick a team that I like, basically, that a team that intrigues me, and then I, I support them. What happened? Mike? Yeah. Oh, you good? All right, cool. But, yeah, um, 
I mean, there's there's a lot of improvement. I expect a lot of good things from the Suns. I'm going to be tuning into several of their games this year because I think they're going to be great. And I don't, I don't know Kings. if there's anything else we need to add to that. Yeah, exactly. So the Kings will not improve until Luke Walton's fired. I don't care. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say it. Would you add Hassan Whiteside? That's, that's supposed to make you better. You're just lucky that De'Aaron Fox signed the max contract. And... Like, I don't know. Yeah. I think there's it's maybe not... five teams total that we can say didn't improve, and the Kings are definitely one of those teams. How many teams have we said so far? One, two, three, four. Yeah, I think this is the fifth team that we said just won't see improvement and it and like is a bad team that won't see improvement i don't even know what they're doing like are they trying to win more are they trying to tank to build tickets i don't know what they're doing they were in a really solid rebuild and i think part of what really hurts them is just that marvin bagley is always injured but a big part of that's coaching like they were doing great with the pace and then they fired their head coach after being the closest to the playoffs that they've been in like a decade and a half. They, their best player works really well in a high-paced uh, offense. Their best so player is one of the fastest like people in the league. One, you go from number one or number two in pace to like near the bottom of the league. Man, that's just trash. Exactly, and not only is he fast, which makes him good in transition, but he's a good playmaker. Like it's, it it really they, they're counterproductive. Like, I know he got hurt and he missed twenty games, but like still. Yeah, no, they're really counterproductive in that. Um in that coaching situation because they could have been much better with good pace. That actually could have been a team that I could maybe have seen D'Antoni going to. Yeah, but instead he's the assistant coach to his former star player in a team that says they don't need coaching. Yep. (laughs) Pretty much summarizes that. And last division is the Southwest, which we might spend... No, no, no. We missed missed one, one team. Oh my gosh, we did. Oh, no disrespect. No disrespect to the Warriors. I thought I thought we started with them. That's that's why I No, I, I thought we were waiting like the most ex- the most the team that's going to change the most. Okay. Like they're going to turn it they were, they went from 100 uh, 0 to 100. Yeah, so we did say it was the Suns, but technically it's the Warriors, but I think that was kind of just a given because they've had this talent already <laughs> and it was an injury year. And also, I'm so James mad that Clay is like injured. Yeah, James Wiseman's gonna gonna fit well on that team, I think. Wiggins, if they can get something out of Wiggins, the Warriors' development staff is really, really good. Clearly, so between that, I mean, also, Steph's coming back. To play for. Yeah, exactly. Like he's been in shitty teams his entire career. Exactly, and I think Steph, like he's going to. Nobody has winning culture more than the Warriors. These past. And Steph can see now. This past decade, exactly. <laughs> Steph got his 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 contacts. <laughs> Shit won't be. Uh, no, shit he, won't be. he just got surgery to like fix his eyes so he can see. Um. So you're saying he won't see uh, Steph blurry anymore? <laughs> <laughs> My God. Apparently, people were roasting his outfit today for the charity golf game. I didn't even see his outfit to be honest. I just saw that he I had a visor on. The only NBA news I heard this week, like legit. And the and the preseason. That's it. Yeah. And some like minor signings of like people I don't even know. But yeah, Warriors will be a playoff team again for sure. Sadly, they don't have Clay, so I don't think that makes them like a title contender. But they'll they'll be a solid team. I don't know. Depending on what they get from Wiggins and Wiseman, you never know. You're gonna count on a rookie and a guy whose career hasn't panned out so far for for like four years, five years now. 
well, he's getting. He should be getting better. We were talking about the Warriors development team. That's true. And Steph Curry is a two-time MVP. It's something I'd like to see. It's something I'd really like to see. And then, like, undoubtedly now, Steph would have to get his finals MVP because who's taking that if they end up winning a chip? I don't know. That first se- that first uh, championship they gave to Andre Iguodala, which I completely disagree with. Yeah. They're like, he stopped LeBron. It's like LeBron was from scoring, like, 35 to 30. Yep. It's like the same thing for, for Kawhi. <laughs> what they what they said when, when Kawhi got his finals MVP, they're like he no, locked up LeBron. <laughs> at least Kawhi like scored and did stuff. Yeah, his offense through that series was solid. Yeah, that's yeah. true. All right. All right, Southwest. Southwest, we got the Mavs. I think the Mavs got. Oh, we're gonna start with the Mavs. Okay. What do you want to start with? Oh. Do you want to start? You want to start with one of the worst teams? The Rockets. I was gonna say the Spurs. But the Rockets, we could do too. Well, I mean, Rockets depends on if they can manage to convince Harden and Westbrook to stay. I'm, even if they trade Westbrook and manage to keep Harden, they're going to be a playoff team. It's just what the Rockets do. Like, it's, it's what Harden does. He gets them to the playoffs, and then they don't succeed past that. I don't know. I think that – I don't – I think the Rockets are in rebuilding mode. They're just trying to see what they can get. Well, they got, they got, they got a center now. They got Boogie. Wow. They got Boogie. And if, if he can played... be if he can be healthy, Boogie is a solid pickup. I think he might have played twenty games in the last two years. Yeah, it's rough, but I mean it's a it's a gamble worth taking, I think, for the Rockets because Oh no, it's definitely worth taking on Boogie because yeah. like they don't have they don't have cap space and they paid him almost nothing. And it's like he's one of the centers that can actually space the floor a bit for Westbrook if he decides to stay. So I think it was a reasonable pickup. So I think Rockets no expectations for them. Yeah, they, it it really just depends on if they decide to blow up or not, because they, they 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 could go either direction, and they'll still be a playoff team, but they're not going to get that far, I think, this year, or they'll end up being. Right, you want it? Hmm? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, they'll, they'll they'll still be a playoff team, but they'll just go full rebuild. And either way, like I don't think the Rockets are going to be that exciting this year. So you want to talk about the probably division winners next year? The Mavs? Yes. 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 The Mavs got better, I, I would say. Like, it sucks that they lost Seth, given, like, how much offense he's created for them. But, I mean, I think we went over this last episode. They were the best offense in the history of the NBA already. And they were lacking in defense. And they traded Seth for uh, Josh Richardson. Mm-hmm. And that adds a lot of defense in the backcourt. Which is good. Did they do another pickup? I don't. I'm not sure. I will check that right now. But if I think the biggest question mark for the Mavs is, as usual, injury, because when Porzingis is playing, he's pretty. When he's healthy, he's basically an all star, or like he's 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 worthy of the spot at least. Yeah. I don't think they made many other trades dwight powell will come back healthy they were really good with him too he worked well with like pick and roll with luca so they'll they'll take the division i would confidently say that i don't think any team is going to take that from them because well, considering i just said the rockets are probably we said the rockets are probably going rebuild mode or be worse yeah exactly and, and the mavs mostly- were only a seven seed because of injury last year so if they can stay healthy the mavs are taking the, the title because they were like third also- seed before 
the, the rankings were really close for the West. Like, mm-hmm. beyond the Lakers, who were just, like, I think three, three and a half games ahead of everyone, everyone else was within, like, a handful of games in between each other. The West will be a bloodbath like, this year. Like, the Clippers were second at 49 wins. The Rockets were in, like, the, the fourth seed at 44. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not that many games behind. The, Mavs had 43 wins. I think there's genuinely going to be, like, maybe 10 teams in the West that are, like, within a game of the team above and behind them. Yeah. Or not necessarily both, but, like, one or the other, you know? And, like, they're all going to be, like, super close. And it's, like, from, from like, one to to eight seed will probably be, like, a 10-game difference. Yeah. Uh, um, <clears throat> you want to do Grizzlies, Pelicans, or Spurs? Pelicans. Pelicans, all right. They got Steven Adams. I don't, uh, I don't think I I've think, seen too much it, improvement from them. Assuming, assuming Zion is healthy, they could also make a run for the playoffs. Yeah, because they got... Who else did they get? They got um, Steven Adams. They got George Hill and Bledsoe. Yeah. Let me just double check oh, they, that. They, they, yeah, they had to give up Drew Holiday, but with Ingram really playing, hopefully Lonzo makes some improvements. Like, it'll be, it'll be a good team. Fun team to watch. Again, assuming everyone stays healthy. Yeah, I mean, I'm not expecting them to be some crazy, crazy good team, but they'll be in playoff contention for sure. Grizzlies, same thing. Although, actually, I think the Grizzlies are going to do a little bit worse. Zion's salary is $10.2 as a rookie? Yeah, he's the first overall pick. Still, yeah, man, that's a, that's a big-ass like, contract. It's a, it, like, literally first pick to second pick is like a $2 million, like, difference. Wow, okay, I didn't, I didn't realize just how, just how much more they made than, like, lower lottery picks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, there's a huge gap if you're, like, money-wise from, like, first to, like, 10. After that, like, the gap is smaller, but still. Yeah, but, I mean, they had injury issues again. Like, oh, my gosh, so many teams had injury issues last year. Like, when you really think it through. So many star players. Yeah, and they got they got a new coach. Who's their coach? Who's their coach? Oh, my gosh. It, it's a big name. Van, Van Gundy. Gundy. Van Gundy. There we go. Yeah. I really don't know what to expect with Van Gundy as the coach, but yeah. I think I think they kind of it's fired. Not like, it's not like they said the Lakers should trade LeBron last year. <laughs> they fired Gentry a little too early, I think. Like, he didn't have the proper team to work Zion with. Zion only played 20 games, and for 20 games, he could have won Rookie of the Year. If we were only evaluating on twenty games, yeah, exactly. And I mean, his bubble play was shit, but so was his conditioning. So, can't really. I don't know. I I'm still mad that they they put that picture of Zion cut up, looking mean, and we were all talking about it in the group chat, like excited to see what Zion could do in the bubble. And then this man came back fat, <laughs> like playing no defense. <laughs> Zion looked horrible in the bubble. Not saying he looked horrible because of his weight. I'm saying he looked horrible was in his play. <laughs> I should clarify that. I'm not fat shaming him. Right. Um, but yeah, let's, let's see what the Pelicans do. Yeah. Grizzlies, 
Did the Grizzlies make any big moves? No, but a lot of their talent is really young, so they can make a good jump still. Yeah, I mean, the Grizzlies, the fact that they did so well last season, I think was a surprise to everyone, including the members of the team. Yeah, like if there was no playoff, if there was no play-in tournament, the Grizzlies would have been a playoff team. Yeah, no bubble during playoffs. Yep, so they, they were right on the cusp, but they were a good team, and they've got a lot of guys who could develop a lot, like Ja Morant has such a good skill set like when he acquires more experience like he's going to shoot up so it depends on just how how big of a jump their guys take i think jaron jackson jr was also injured towards the end of the playoffs too or the end of the, the bubble. only reason i think they're going to do a little bit worse is that second year sophomore year players tend to do a little bit worse mm-hmm. and then they come right back up on their third year but like we'll see yeah i agree that that might be a concerning thing but that's also not true You're for not every the player table. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's one of the unpredictable teams. Like, we'll see. They we, we were happy with this year, and if they do bad next year, like, we're not upset because at the end of the day, they're in rebuild mode, and they're killing it as far as that goes. All right. Um, last team. Yeah, the Spurs are stagnant. I feel so bad that they lost that playoff streak. rebuilding. Yeah, I think that's, it's time to commit to it, but they still have LaMarcus Aldridge. DeMar DeRozan picked up his player option. It's 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 time. I don't think there's much left for that team. I don't like, think you it can... was a good run. Yeah, but but it's over. It was a great run. It was one of the. It was probably the greatest run in the NBA history. Yeah, no, twenty years. Yeah, or no, not pro- not even probably. That was the greatest run in the NBA history. I think. Twenty years, five championships, like. And sustained. No more than that. Sus- longer than that, right? Because it was. Uh, didn't they? Did they win one with uh, David Robinson? No, they didn't. No, they, they, they won five with Tim Duncan. Yeah. But still, that's amazing. Sustained success. In that time, you had, what, like four Hall of Fame players, too? Five. Well, five, six? Four. No, five. Because what? Kawhi, Manu, Tim. Oh, no, I was starting it with, uh, with, with the Admiral. Tim. Oh no no I'm I'm not I'm not listing in order yeah yeah <laughs> no no but I just meant like if uh, like because like he he played before like we paid attention to basketball yeah exactly but he was part of that run yeah exactly so it's like him Tim uh Manu Tony Parker Kawhi although because he played before I don't really know if he's like a first ballot Hall of Fame type dude but I've heard good things about him wait who David Robinson the yeah Admiral? yeah. He's he's in the Hall of Fame. Oh, he's in already. Okay, was he like a first ballot guy well, though? Is what I'm wondering. Is like, was he was he like, up there up there? Uh, let me let me double check if he was. Yeah. Like it's interesting to see that like Chris Bosh wasn't, but when you look at that that competition that he wasn't selected for the Hall of Fame, but when you look at the competition he had to go against that year, it was really really rough. Yeah, no, he's in the Hall of Fame. He's considered one of the greatest centers in NBA history. Okay, yeah, I figured. Two-time champion, MVP, 10-time All-Star, four-time All-NBA first team. Yeah. Okay, Definitely. Cool. Yeah, that, that, that's what I thought, but I, I just wasn't, like, 100% sure on him because my, my oh, history is kind of shaky. It's also really funny how he has his one scoring champion, uh, scoring champ uh, win. Oh, my gosh. Have you heard this story? No, I have not. Alright, so let's go basketball trivia. Nineteen ninety four. 
So the two highest scoring players are David Robinson and Shaq. Oh my gosh. And a center battle for scoring. <laughs> yeah. It's a different era of the NBA. Right? But uh Shaq was like um it was like the last game of the season. Shaq played a, a great game to finish off the season. And I think like uh he was like forty points ahead uh of David Robinson. Mm-hmm. And David Robinson had one game left. So Shaq thinks he's winning the scoring title. Right. Because, you know. 40 points ahead. 40 points. Yeah. For, for the star player of a playoff team, one, one game left, you're just going to take it easy. Right. The Spurs would go on to keep passing the ball to David Robinson on literally every possession. <laughs> every single possession. I love that. I love that. And then he end up and then he I, I forgot what the exact score was, but he put up so many points. Like he's just he's just beat Shaq by like just like uh it might have been like a, a couple points, but he's just beat Shaq like that. I'ma look this up right now. <laughs> On April Oh my gosh. April twenty fourth, nineteen ninety four. It was it nineteen ninety four? Yeah, final day of the season. To win the scoring title over Orlando Shaquille O'Neal, David Robinson scored 71 points. <laughs> oh, 70? Oh, man. I knew it was big. I just didn't remember how big. Did he score 71 off twos? Wait, there's no way he scored 71 points. He did. What? He scored the Spurs' first 18 points of the game. But yeah, they literally... Uh, he almost doubled what he it, needed. <laughs> <laughs> but literally, it was just a, it was just a pure sabotage move against like a... <laughs> I would do that. Against Shaq. You gotta look out for your boys, man. That, that, that's fire. <laughs> I mean, San Antonio was... They were gonna make the playoffs anyways. It was like... It's that type of game where they might play the players for five minutes and then just put their bench up. Yeah. But they just kept passing the ball. They just kept feeding him. I mean, what's what's that other story where um, they got people got mad and they said that Wilt Chamberlain doesn't like to pass and they were complaining a lot, so he led the league in assists that year. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that was the season after he scored fifty. Like he averaged fifty first season. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's like, great. I think on the All Star game, he had the record. He had the record for the longest time until Kobe beat him. And it was like forty eight points, and then uh, when someone asked him, "Was like uh, forty eight points? Uh, are you proud of that?" It's like, uh, what do you think about that performance? Like, oh man, I don't know. I, I must have been having an off night. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. That's that's insane, man. Uh, wilt numbers have to be made up. Like, you can't tell me that wilt numbers are real. Like, somebody just wrote this Every- down, and they're like, "We're gonna fuck with everybody for the history of the NBA." <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, stats are irrelevant. <laughs> right? Like, anytime you can see those comparison numbers of, like, highest scoring players or some random stat like that, and you see a modern player, the only other player who's done this has been Will Chamberlain. So, like, he's everywhere. It's it's unreasonable. The only thing he doesn't have is, like, three-point title. <laughs> three-point <laughs> records. Well, there was no three-pointer back then. Oh, true. True. But yeah, I mean, uh, I think we're good now. That's yeah. We walked in. We're like, we don't have any news for this week. 
So what did we do? We sat here and did a small analysis of all 30 NBA teams for an hour. <laughs> and and went through some basketball history. Yeah, just a little bit, you know. For all for all the people due to basketball like your boy. Because <laughs> I haven't been a fan for too long. Which I'm still mad that Sid finessed me in a trade just because I wasn't huge basketball fan. Or I, I wasn't like a long-term basketball fan at the time. But I, 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 I got him this season. We'll see. We'll see. All right. All right. Anyways, guys, I think we're done for tonight. Yeah, for sure. Uh, be sure to leave a good rating, any comments, and follow us on any social media at Off the Screen Pod. We upload every Friday, so just keep an eye out for that. And we'll see you guys next time. All right. Later. Peace.